The Lollygaggers podcast, as we've often mentioned, believes in a thing called love. Now, the next 57 minutes is really going to test that theory, because in this episode, Justin makes a mockery of the brilliant period romance Pride and Prejudice, shaming both his wife and his family name. To add further insult, his insistence that Just Friends is a good movie leads the podcast to the brink of collapse. Welcome to episode number 67 of the Lollygaggers podcast, a show about all sorts of different things, from comics to games, movies to TV, and kind of emphasizing movies lately. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Jeff. I'm the other one, Justin. How's it going, man? Justin, Justin, Justin. How the hell are you, buddy? What's going on? I don't, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see you anymore, you know? It's crazy. Well, it's, it's, it's football season. Um, it came down something a little bit the other day. I bounced back pretty quick from it, I guess. But, like, it's just been super busy and stuff. We're about halfway through the season. It's been really fun. I'm really liking where I'm working at now in Colorado. That's just cool. It's been super, super busy. Nice. How you been? I'm doing great, man. Just doing, you know, living the life, doing all this. Haven't played RPGs in like two weeks, so I'm kind of scratching at my neck a little bit. Oh I got I got that Dave Chappelle meme going on right now. Got any more of those RPG groups? Uh, just can't quite align the schedules right now so kind of jones in a bit for it uh but pretty excited we are like i think we're like 15 or 16 episodes in into the adventures and lollygagging podcast so uh we're, we're eager to get going and things are we left it on one hell of a note the la- our last recording so I, I think i finally might be able to kill some people so it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun speaking of killing people uh do you want to talk about pride and prejudice <laughs> Because it's the yeah. complete opposite let's, of killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, it killed one person. I know it oh, killed at least one person. Don't you dare. This movie's so. adorable. But go ahead. Be be a bad person. So, uh, Jeffrey, for our. So, first off, our, our challenge this week was what was it? 2000s romance. 2000s romance. The, yeah. Romantic comedy. I can't remember if it was romantic comedy or romance, but whatever. Either way, something. Uh, I I look. I was looking forward to this because I don't really watch many romance movies, and I think I found out why. Either I way, watch them uh, all. I watch all of them. I love romances, especially romantic. So oh, delightful. The movie uh, is directed by Joe Wright. Yeah, uh, who can't do Wright. any wrong. You know, it's yeah. a perfect name for that. Uh, some of the writers are uh, Jane Austen. She wrote the novel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Deborah Magak is the is the writer for the screenplay. I don't believe that's Kira Knightley, Matthew McFadden, okay. uh, Brenda Blathen, mm-hmm. and it also uh, stars Dame Judi Dench. Um, and it's the wonderful Lady Catherine. Yes. Yeah, so I never really knew what my movie Kryptonite was wow. until until now. I feel like we're going to diverge huge here. I've I never really watched right. a period piece romance. I've never like uh, Legends of the Fall, you know, that type of idea. Legends never of the Fall really was like 20th century. It was like early 20th century. Still, though, it's, 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 you can still call it a period piece. All right. I mean, I um, guess. I also yeah. consider the Patriot a period piece. Anyways, <laughs> wait, the, the Steven Siegel one or the uh, or the uh, the Mel Gibson one? Mel Gibson one, because it's all true. Yeah, um, every every little so, bit. So, uh, basically, this is the movie based off of the novel that tons of English people enjoy for some reason. 
because it's a great novel because it's Jane Austen. She's a wonderful, she's <sighs> so hilarious. I, so it's it's hilarious observations of social class and inequities and a lot of comedy. Yeah, well, I, I, this I was I talked to my next door neighbor in the class. Uh, my class is in the hallway. She's an English teacher, and I go, Yeah. Oh my! Uh, I run a little podcast, and my 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 friend Jeff he <laughs> he challenged me to Pride and Prejudice. She goes, Oh my god, I love that. Movie. Yes, I and agree. Goes, You're it's probably so not good. gonna. But I love it. It's I'm like, eh. so good. I love it. It's great. So, anyways, Keira Knightley stars as Elizabeth Bennet, and yeah, there's about does. 17 Bennets um, in this movie. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's and, their family, so yeah. Yeah. So she is the oldest, I believe. Of that is incorrect. Right off the bat, minus she one. Oldest. She was not the oldest. Jane is the oldest. She's the second oldest. Oh, that is minus one on your quiz. Right off the bat. Oopsies. So okay. she uh, she is one of the oldest one. That's what I said. I said one of the <laughs> of, okay. of the I believe five Bennett sisters. That that and is correct. That is correct. So she has uh, her father's played by Donald Sutherland, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And we it's can a talk perfect about cast as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, right. Their and, features um, look exactly the same. Totally. Uh, a big honker of a nose of his. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he. They're part of an estate, and they're, it's kind of like – so it's, it's Victorian, right? Victorian? Is that what it would be? Not Victorian. Sure, that's fine. Victorian. Victorian? No, 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 no. No, that's good. Victorian's fine. Because the one – yeah. Anyways. So, like, the, the the basic idea of the movie is it's kind of a commentary on how women were kind of treated back then in their world of, you know, almost as property and their only real usage for a family was to be married off to wealth so that their family wouldn't live in squander. And Keira Knight's character, uh, Elizabeth Bennett, doesn't really like to go by those rules. Like, she's kind of uh, self-spoken and she's uh, independent and, you know, uh, bright and she doesn't really care so much for these situations. Because, like, it starts off with them... They go to the ball and they hear about this man named Mr. Bingley, um, who's played by the adorable Simon Woods. Mr. And uh, Bingley, his hair is wonderful in this movie. I mean, everything about him is wonderful. Great. He's adorable. He's got a wonderful smile. He lights up a room. As far as I'm and uh, everyone's vying to get his hand in marriage because he's worth a certain amount of money. And you know, in this time, you pretty much kind of have to marry into a family of wealth, or you kind of get you know, boned in your life, you know? So it's, it's, it's like a kind of a commentary about it. So she goes to the, the right. ball. So it's basically really like nothing. today. It's re- it's really just like, like modern life. Right. Yeah. 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 So okay. she goes, so it's the equivalent of she went to uh, a nightclub and wore her best, uh, uh, skirt, but she didn't, everyone else did. Right. And so she kind of goes just to hang out and her, the rest of her family wants to kind of like, find the love of this Mr. Bingley because he's supposed to be so rich and wonderful. And Mr. Bingley is looking for a woman to, to wed. And her older sister, um, plays by Ro- uh, Rosamund Pike, yes, uh, yes, Jane, yes. she's also from, she's from, uh, was it Gone Girl? Is that what it was? She was in Gone yeah, Girl, Gone. among many other yeah, things. She was in, uh, oh. she was in Jack Reacher, which, uh, speaking of, uh, <laughs> whew, that's, that movie didn't treat, Never mind. I don't know. Keep going. So more going. a better movie, Gone Girl. She was the the wife from Gone Girl, and uh, she uh, she kind of I guess falls in love with this Mr. Bingley, and Mr. Bingley is accompanied by his friend uh, Mr. Darcy, who's played by Matthew McFadden. Mr. That's probably Darcy. probably the biggest forehead I've ever seen in a. In if a movie. you insult Mr. Darcy, that if man's you all insult, I'm sorry. 
if you insult Mr. McFadden, you and I will no longer have a podcast together. So he comes to the ball. He seems kind of um, uninterested, kind of distant, almost like kind of a bit of a prick. People, he has this uh, perception of people that people have this perception of him that he's just kind of like cold and distant. Yes, and probably rightfully so because he he behaves somewhat cold and distant. Yeah, yeah. And the whole point of the movie is about you know pride and you know prejudgments and all that stuff so uh so okay. they it's the whole it's in the it's in the <laughs> name of the movie i guess so okay. uh oh, what's that? he that work? he uh he they kind of fall in love jane and mr bailey fall in love sort of but she's kind of reserved and doesn't like to show much affection and at some point uh through their uh crossing of paths he kind of gives up on her and doesn't want to uh, court her anymore. Right. Meanwhile, there, there's interaction between Keira Knightley's character and Mr. Darcy where she thinks of him as a bit of a pompous ass and mm. he's almost assuming she's a bit of a shrew type of thing and they kind of don't mm. get off on the right foot. But as time goes by... Uh, I agree with some of those characterizations, bit. but okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He seems to be kind of taken with her pretty considerably. From the well, like his, his attitude at the beginning... Right, but the first time they meet, he literally does a double take looking at her. Like, like, yeah, very quickly he starts like. No, like that's uh, like their first their first interaction of any kind is him walking into the ball, seeing her, and doing a double take. Now later, when she's like under the bleachers, so to speak, he says to to Bingley, he says kind of some mean things. But that's just like that's just boys being like like pulling on the girls' hairs that they like. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. It was weird, but keep going. So. She becomes acquainted with a uh, a soldier in the military. I forget what his name was. Um, oh, Mr. Wickham. Mr. Wickham. And yes. Mr. Wickham was old childhood friends with Mr. Darcy. Mm-hmm. And they had and a quotation falling marks. Out. Yeah. And uh, Mr. Wickham, uh, he said that his relationship had a falling out because he felt he had the favor of Mr. Darcy's father more. And so that he left him his rectory and his will and stuff like that. And he, you know, uh, Mr. Darcy got jealous and kind of like found a way to kick him out. of it. And that's specifically so, what Wickham tells Elizabeth Bennett. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you get more and more backstory that Mr. Darcy's kind of a prick. And that's kind of what it comes across as time goes by. And then also you find out over time that maybe he had something to do with the fact that Mr. Bingley didn't want to talk to her older sister anymore. Yeah, not only so not con- only that, you get conf- you get actual confirmation that is that isn't yeah. true. Yeah. But uh, it's this thing where like she just is kind of like constantly just getting pissed off by him as time goes by. Yeah. And she kind of she kind of meets him over time, and they kind of have these interactions. And there's like an attraction there, but she can't stand him because of this uh, this thought that this man's you know, slowly trying to, you know, dis, you know, disavow multiple types of peoples and their families and stuff like that. Anyways, it becomes a few things start to reveal themselves. The first thing that happens is, um, I think it's the first thing. Her younger sister starts having an affair with Mr. Uh, was it Wilming? Wil- Mr. Wickham, and that's not exactly. It's not exactly what happens, but okay. That's what I got out of it. Okay. And then uh, they kind of have a hastily made marriage to kind yeah. of make it legitimate. Yeah, it's not an affair and, uh, the way you think it is. Like the way modern day use of the word affair. Like they, he, he, he basically seduces her and elopes with her and essentially holds her hostage for a dowry is what he's doing. Yeah. So it's just like he's a horrible yeah, guy. Wickham's of, a bad guy. 
yeah, it turns out that Wickham really extorted Darcy's father for his stuff and kind of then tried to, uh, you know, extort Darcy for his stuff as well, you know, because he's kind of a, he's the real thing. Using Darcy's younger sister, Georgiana. Yeah. Trying to do what, in the past, what really caused the, the major break. Like there was a small break because, so Wickham's family and they worked for, worked for Mr. Darcy. And then when, and then, then he has his claim and he's totally wrong. Wickham's lying about this, that like, you know, Darcy's father loved him better. But then when, when Darcy's father died, there was sort of like a, a, a salary that was going to be paid to Wickham and he demanded it all up front and Darcy gave it to him and then he gambled it away and then demanded more. And then Darcy said no. And that's what caused the break. And then a year later, Wickham comes back, declares his undying love for Georgiana, the 15-year-old sister of Mr. Darcy, and then is basically then trying to do what he later does uh, to the Bennett daughter. And this is all kind of like told to us, like revealed, is like a big reveal that Darcy has to uh, explain to Elizabeth Bennett when she gets like the wrong picture of him. And it just sort of shows how like she was judging him for actions when she didn't have all the information to do the judging. Yeah, and then you also find out that he kind of rectifies the situation. Like he was being held, she's being held hostage, and then uh, Mr. Darcy pays for the wedding and pays for like the stuff to kind of rectify the situation to give her family a better name. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kira Knightley meets Judy Dench. Judy Dench is this old mean lady, um, and I think it's like it's Catherine. her, Lady Catherine. It's his. It's his aunt. Cezanne, is that who yeah. it is? Or? That's correct. It's Cezanne. yeah. And so she's introduced and stuff. Yeah. It's great, great on. Um, but, uh, she, uh, and then you also find out that the reason why Mr. Darcy advised Mr. Bingley not to marry her older sister was because he was afraid of how her family would make the, the, the marriage look. Plus the fact that Jane has a very weird way of showing affection. And he thought that he was, she was not, as into him as he was into her. And he was afraid that he would have his heart broken. So he kind of like advised him, just let it go. She's probably not good for you anyways, but he was looking out for his friend, not trying to sabotage a wedding. So he's actually being a, a good guy about the whole thing. Um, and then, uh, lots of other emotional stuff goes on. You find out more and more. Mr. Darcy's not Dick. They kind of, wow. uh, slowly start to fall in love with each other. Wow. And uh, what was it? Uh, You're butchering uh, so hard. Judy Dench comes in and says, "Are you trying to <laughs> fall in love with Mr. Darcy? I have promised him to like my daughter or whatever." And they, their said, union has been planned since their infancy. Yeah, since yep. they're since they're little, and she thinks that she's coming. Heaven and earth are the shades it. of Pemberley to be thus polluted? That's like, yes, yeah, so that's the type of talking I'm talking about. This movie that so made good. me hurt. Anyways, so. Good. so uh, and so she comes in and says, you got to leave him alone. He's, he's, he's not yours. You're just a trash family. And Kira Knightley kicks her out and says, you're a bitch basically. And gets rid of her. Basically. And, yeah, um, true. But, but and way more politely than that. Yeah, yeah. In a much more eloquent way. You um, have a small garden, madam. The rest of your offspring, I presume. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's, a, she's a real bitch about it. So and then, um, Judy Dench is amazing. what was it? And then Mr. Bailey comes and asks Jane to marry him. Yes. 
in the same process. You're completely uh, out of order. <laughs> what well, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bunch Bingley's of proposal to Jane happens before the confrontation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got it backwards. Okay. But anyways, uh, and then they they meet each other. So like, there's like some mirroring because earlier in the movie she walked all the way to Mister Darcy's place. Sure. And at the end of the movie, when she and he's like, "Do you, you uh, Ben? It's walk everywhere," and she just like that's what she just likes to do because she's a little she doesn't like a carriage or horseback. She just likes to she likes being her own woman type of thing. She enjoys walking. And then later on, he walks across the country yes, to go to he her does. house in the night in, in the, the rain of the and, night. And mm, they uh, they kiss and whoa 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 whoa, whoa 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 whatever whoa 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 they didn't kiss she kissed his hands he says he says some wonderful things to her he says I I must I must if your feelings are are what they were last April one word from you will science me forever Jeffrey if, this is a if they haven't if they have changed however I must let you know that you have bewitched me body and soul and I love I love I love you. And never wanted to be part with, parted from you from this day forward. And uh, then she she moves in. She's like, "Well, then." Then she grabs his hands, and she's like, "Your hands are cold." And then he's and she starts to kiss, uh, starts to kiss his, his hands, and he's like all like kind of shell shocked that it actually worked. And then like as the camera turns, you see like the sun coming up between them. It's amazing transition. Then to him pacing back and forth in front of the Darcy household while Kira Knightley is inside talking and getting permission from her father down there in Southern, who's like super freaking confused. Like I thought you hated him. Everyone's like we thought you hated him, and and she has to like convince him like no 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 I really love him and he's also a really good guy because by the way he totally bailed us out with our whole uh, our whole problem with Mister Wickham and then like Donald Sutherland's like oh my god that he she was being quartered by her cousin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mister Collins was wonderful. And then he he asked her to marry him, and she's like, "No, I, I, that's gross." And then uh, Mister Collins is played by Tom Hollander, by the way, and he is amazing. I love Tom Hollander; he's one of my favorite actors. Uh, you people, a lot of people would recognize him from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, just like Keira Knightley. Uh, he plays one of the, uh, the the kind of the shorter one of the heads, like the the main guy of the uh, the East India Company. Okay, stop it! Stop! 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 So, but uh. Yeah, so that whole weird thing happens. And he ends up marrying uh, Elizabeth's like best friend. Yes, um, but yes. like Char- right, so Charlotte that's Lucas. The, that's the whole Charlotte story. Lucas. Who's, who's, who's so um, that happens way it? earlier in the movie. Yeah. So overall, <laughs> what do I think of it? So um, I know I know this is like porn for English professors. It's like, really not. That's um, that's totally not true. There's many people who actually don't like Jane Austen. I just I just I just really like it. I really but, like it. But, I, like I think I finally found out the genre of movie that I cannot stand. I don't understand what you're talking about. It's it was, funny. There's it so much that funny. It wasn't that it was bad. It wasn't that it was poorly shot. It's a beautiful it's movie. It's wonderful. It's wonderful cinematography. Wonderful music. Wonderful the set design. The music's great. The set design. The costumes are fantastic. Hilarious dialogue. You really feel like. Sure. No. Well. Hilarious you dialogue. Really feel Hilarious like, dialogue. You really feel like you're in uh, old Victorian England. It's not it's, really Victorian. Like we're kind of being loose with that. It's like it's different, but that's that's fine. That's fine. That's good enough. It's for us. like Revolution time, I'd say, dude, right? Something dude, like that. Uh, Powdered wigs. It's almost. Like, it's early 19th century. It's it's post-Revolution time, but that's okay. It's like 1815-ish, so, something like that. 1813, I think, something like that. Around there. I can't either remember. Either exactly. way. Jane Austen, um, right? 
I can't stand this type of movie. Wow. Only because Shocker. it's so freaking boring. What? Insert, How is insert, this boring? What are you talking oh Insert dumb joke here. Whatever. I get it. I understand. I'm a man of average intelligence, possibly below. Whoa. Hang on. Hang on. Let's not insult average intelligent men. But this movie huh. is so boring. And it's oh my it's God. just prattling back and forth about how uh, how cute this man is and and how wonderful their dowries are and and, and I understand I get what I it really is don't all think you about. do I really don't think you do I it's about, I it's do. about love it's about love but it's about I I couldn't take it it was two hours and yes. I was staring at the thing all the time I couldn't take it's a wonderful it. movie so if you ever want to torture me. Give me a period piece. I'm just trying. I'm trying. There's to, things I can. I can. I'm trying to raise your standards, Justin. I'm trying well, to you open know, your it mind. Was a tremendous failure. I don't want you to be a big dumb idiot your whole life. You know. You're gonna have to try real harder than this because holy moly, let's find your something like, where like. Yeah. I, if one person died, it would have been a little bit more compelling for me. But it's all about people falling in love, mm. and just like, I, I just. Well, Man. if you believe pride, prejudice, and zombies, a lot of the time, there's a lot of people dying sure, elsewhere. Sure, yeah. I, I was told about that by my English professor, by my English uh, next door neighbor. She goes, "Well, if you like this, you're gonna love when there's zombies involved." That's really not and true at like, all. I don't like prejudice and zombies. <laughs> so, <laughs> like this way. Though. That's what I say about this film. Um, I don't have many behind the scenes facts for, it, except there is like that's fine. Six people in this movie that was in Pirates of the Caribbean. There are, yeah, well, I mean, they're British actors and actresses. That's yeah, why, right, and like that's what they were doing. Looks, and this has got an amazing cast: Kira Knightley, we've already mentioned, Rosamund Pike, but it's also got Carrie Mulligan. I love Knightley. She's one of my favorite actresses. I feel like she's um, sort of fallen a little bit by the wayside over the past several sure, years. Is that just me? Sure, like, because I, I like her too. I, I really do. Like, I, I just don't understand. I think it has to do with she hit a specific age range. That's probably yeah. it. But like I, I've liked a lot of the movies she's in. I, I enjoy her. I liked her in like uh, King Arthur, even though it's not that great of a movie. Like I liked. I mean, I liked Clive Owen's in it, so it has to be great. Yeah, he's you handsome. He's it. really handsome. Oh god. But uh, but like, and Donald Sutherland, he's Donald Sutherland, and uh, mm-hmm. and Rosamund Pike, like she's she's really good in it too. They're all really good. Dame Judi Dench is Tallulah just Riley, bitch. the mother Mary Bennett. Oh my god, she was. Man, I could I couldn't stand her talking anymore. That was the point. Oh, that was the point. She was. Oh god. Hmm. Jeff, yeah. I don't think you understand how torturous this was for me. Really, you know how, really? Like, should I list? About... Should I list all the movies I've been watching lately? All the crap that you've given me? Should I talk about Blackout again and how terrible but, that movie is? Oh my god, but so awful! Gems. No, you've given uh, me nothing. <laughs> nothing. So at all. yeah, this is a that's one, Pride and Prejudice. This is a wonderful movie. It's an excellent. It's an excellent iteration it's just not my of Pride cup and Prejudice. I'm I'm talking to the listeners right now, not you. Uh, it, it is an excellent iteration of of Austin's book. There are many others. There, w- there's been mini series. Colin Firth uh, famously did it with uh, Kate and Be- Kate Beckinsale. Was uh, I believe it was I believe it was Kate Beckinsale. She was Elizabeth Bennett, and uh, Colin Firth was uh, was Mr. Darcy. Uh, and that's from I want to say the mid '90s or so. There was like a BBC mini series. It's an excellent mini series. There's also um, Murder at Pemberley, which is a quasi sequel not written by Jane Austen but it's the same characters in which this it's it's years after they've already been married and there is a there is a death uh, a murder at the Pemberley at the Pemberley estate which is where you know they they actually live now and it's threatening to unravel like a lot of different things it's, it's and so that's another kind of another interesting sequel i prefer 
uh, it was a, it was a death at Pemberley or murder. I think it was death at Pemberley of uh, two pride and prejudice and zombies as like a semi sequel or spinoff uh, written by somebody else entirely. So anyway, uh, but I like Jane Austen the first novel. Okay. So when I was, a, when I was in grad school uh, and I was writing uh, 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 my first novel there, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I go ahead, I went ahead and I mirrored a different Jane Austen book in terms of structure. I used the structure from Emma uh, to actually structure. my books. So I'm, I'm a huge Jane Austen fan. Anywho, are you ready for your quiz? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this was more for you than it was for me. Yep. Much like how mine was more for me than it was I have for you, seen. So. I have seen Pride and Prejudice probably somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty-five times. Uh, it is one of the movies. It, it has it has a very special place. There are there are certain your love for Pride and Prejudice is like my love for Tommy Boy. That's sure, that's fine. There there are yeah. there are some movies, and I'm sure you have your own for this too. That whenever they're whenever you're like just you're just like kind of browsing television to see what's on, and if you come across that movie, whether it's halfway through or at the beginning, wherever you just have to sit and watch it, like no matter what. This is one of those movies. Jaws is another one. This one, Alien, Aliens, uh, The Thing, obviously, right? Uh, so, but but this one, I know that this one seems like the oddball in that group, but I love it. I'm just saying I'm cultured and I have, uh, I have tastes, uh, from, uh, many different categories. Unlike Justin, who really just likes when people get hit in the dick and it makes him funny. Okay. And my, my house smells of rich mahogany. All right. I have so many questions for you. So let's just get started. Uh, this is a two part question here and it's about men. Uh, first part of this question is a fill in the blank. We don't get many fill in the blanks. Here's a fill in the blank. What are men compared to Justin? Famous line from Pride and Prejudice goes back to the book. Um, what are men compared to? What are men compared to blank? What are men compared to cattle? What are men compared to rocks and mountains? Very, uh, very famous. Uh, second part of the question. Uh, in the very, uh, towards the beginning. This is going to go so badly. This is going to go, this is, this is uh, so badly. You don't understand. Like, I could have asked some incredibly specific questions, and there's some, there's some ones you have a chance on. Part two. In Elizabeth's limited experience, what are men? And Elizabeth's? Pebbles. In my limited experience, men are humorless poppycocks. Humorless poppy, poppycocks is the, is the phrase I was going for. Uh, which begs the question. I do remember that. I remember that exactly. Part, yeah. Why? Why don't we use that's the? When they were, that's why, when they were. Why don't like, we use the word poppycock more? I just don't understand. Very strange. Yes, that's when they're at the ball and they're talking about fourth. That is correct. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't get it right, uh, but zero points. Okay. I remember where it was though. So yeah. Was okay. Bad. According to Elizabeth, what does Mister Darcy own? According yeah, to Miss Elizabeth, own? what does Mister Darcy own? Five seconds. Probably something insulting. Uh, he owns. It's. It's. I think it's something about his attitude being poor. Something along those lines. I don't know what it was exactly. I Sounds think fun. I'm along the right lines though. I think um, you're definitely on the right track, but you're not. Uh, you're not. Not yet correct. Do you have an answer for me, sir? I got nothing. I'm sorry, but at least I'm on the right. Mr. Track. Darcy owns the miserable half of Derbyshire. Oh yeah. Okay. So so Jane says, "Oh, he 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 owns he owns half of Derbyshire." And 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 Elizabeth is like, "Yeah, the miserable half." That's <laughs> so funny. Uh okay. Um <laughs> All right. So uh okay, 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 okay. Who would you rather have as a mother? Lady Catherine or Mrs. Bennet? Lady Catherine or Mrs. Bennet? Lady Catherine, the battle axe of a woman, or Mrs. Bennet, 
the but you know what the, i'll have to say lady catherine because at least she went up to bat for uh her daughter you know what i mean uh mrs bennett was just harping constantly and didn't care about the interest of her own daughter so i have to say lady catherine because she she fought for her daughter she didn't want this little i guess like in her eyes, tramp or scamp coming in and taking her man away from her daughter. So I'll, I'll say that. That is the absolute incorrect answer. Uh, in fact, right. the okay. reasoning you used was the precise reason why the correct answer is Mrs. Bennett, because she had five daughters and all she ever did. And this is this is exemplified by a lot of her private conversations with Mr. Bennett was worry about them and their futures because they're women. They're not guys. Their futures aren't secure. And. Whereas Lady Catherine kind of browbeat her daughter to the point where she was so beaten down and so kind of emotionally abused that she was just unable unable of doing anything publicly. Whereas uh, the the Mrs. Bennet supported her her daughters, allowed them to go out into society, even though the first one wasn't married. Uh, all sorts of good reasons. Follow up question: Mrs. Bennet, okay. great performance or greatest performance? Oh my god, it's not. Okay, so if if the intention was to annoy the hell out of the viewer, yes, or or the reader, yes, it, she it had to it would have to be the greatest because yes, that's, that's what she answer. did out of me. That's correct answer. That's correct. As a half a point for Justin, put it on the board. Ding, there it goes. Because Mrs. Bennett I've, gave. I never heard you so excited. I love this movie. You have movie. no idea. I love this movie so much. You have no freaking clue how much I love this movie. Okay, 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 okay. This is a really funny fun part. So. Uh, uh, in, in the latter half of the movie, after the initial proposal, okay, where it went horrible, right? And there's the road to kind of get them back and, and rehabilitated in some way. Uh, Elizabeth goes on kind of a road trip with her aunt and uncle. And at one point, they go to Pemberley, okay? And they go inside the home of Mr. Darcy. And they're going through this hall where there's also these these collected statues, this art that he has collected over the time. It's, it's beautiful. It's exquisite. And at one point, they all stop to look at a bust of who? That's right, Mr. Darcy. And they all stop to admire it. And then the servant woman says, uh, is he not a handsome man? Right. And uh, and like Elizabeth Bennett has to say, I dare say he is. Now, here's my question. The uncle was in the background this whole time while this conversation was going on. And I think I, I just I'm just curious. How amazing was the Uncle Bennett's face? when everyone was admiring the sculpture of Mr. Darcy and talking about how handsome he was, how amazing was his face? Um, it was pretty good because, uh, the whole thing is like, everyone's just tired. He's just tired of hearing about Mr. Darcy and all that stuff. So I think it was pretty good. That is ultimately incorrect. And I don't think you actually watched the movie because he was actually, his face was actually demonstrating genuine appreciation as if, yes, I, I agree. Yes, very handsome man indeed. Wonderful. Which which part was this? This I I explained it to you already. She sees she sees the, yes. the statue. Look at his face. The woman. His with, face is very appreciative. Very appreciative. There's there's no sense of distaste. There's no sense of impropriety. He does not look tired. He looks genuinely appreciative of the handsomeness of this man. And uh, I am surprised you got this uh, got this one correct. All you had to do was say it was amazing, and you would have gotten points, uh, but you didn't get that right. Okay, next question. Well, it's all it's in the same scene where she's looking at that one like marble statue of the woman that looks like she's got a sheet over her face. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's like a really mm-hmm. that's a really cool. I prefer that statue over Mr. Sure, sure, sure. There's a name for that statue, but we're not gonna get into it. All right, uh, now 
What endearments is Mr. Bennett allowed? What endearments is he allowed? What endearments? Excuse me. Is Mr. Darcy allowed? I beg your pardon. What endearments is Mr. Darcy allowed? If I knew what an endearment was, the the hard part. <laughs> you didn't about watch this movie. movie. You I didn't watched, watch it. You no. did not finish Jeffrey, this movie. You're a liar. Jeffrey, I don't I believe you did God, not finish this I movie. You did not finish this movie. movie. You didn't finish it. You, oh finish it. you yes, started, I but you did. didn't finish it. I don't know what to tell you. Final scene. To... Final scene of the movie. I don't think I didn't watch this. Final movie. scene. Here we go, because it's the, the very final scene. Okay. Very final scene. There they are in Pemberley post marriage. They're looking out on this wonderful, beautiful lake stocked with fish. They uh, are in some casual clothing. Mr. Darcy doesn't have any boots on or socks, and you can see his calves. Oh, my goodness. You can see his And calves. his chest hair. And, his chest hair too. and Elizabeth Bennett has her hair down. Oh, my goodness. And they are having a private moment between husband and wife. And he says to her, uh, my dear, like, as, you know, what, what do you think? And she's like, oh, don't call me my dear. That's, that's what, what my father I calls my mother when he's cross with her. And he's like, what endearments am I allowed? And she's like, oh, well, Lizzie for every day. My Pearl for Sundays. Goddess divine, but only on very special occasions. And then, and then he's like, well, what should I call you when, when I'm cross? How about Mrs. Darcy? And she says, oh, no. You can only call me Mrs. Darcy when you are completely and perfectly and incandescently happy. And then he says, well, how are you this, this evening, Mrs. Darcy? And then he starts kissing her, Mrs. Darcy. And he kisses her again, Mrs. I, Darcy. Not, how do you, it's the, it's the very uh, final image of the whole movie is right there. I'm just saying. Jeff, oh, okay. this, this conversation, these, 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 these interactions, <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> do you know, I have my hands on my face. Do you know the things that I watch and the entertainment that I take in? This okay, is the okay. exact opposite. Cool, cool, cool. I got me. two more questions left on the screen. <laughs> oh, just please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. This is what I think you can get. I, I, you, you, you got a chance at these two. Okay. 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 <laughs> Question number six. Question number six. Uh, okay. Why don't we dance like that anymore? That yeah. is awful. What? They, 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 so they stand it's up cooperative straight. and stuff and everything. There's like no, it's choreographed man. and everything, man. They're standing up straight and they have to partners. break up a conversation. They have to break a conversation every 12th step and like, which I thought was a funny little moment where she's like having two conversations at once between the two people. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you say there was a her. funny little moment? Oh, yeah, there was. I didn't mean that. No, no. It was an awful moment. It's <laughs> stupid. Um, okay. I just... Because it's stupid looking dancing. Okay. That's why. Okay. 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 That is, that's not. Because everyone likes. Everyone that's likes. Uh, that's just such a low energy, low effort answer. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Final question. Number seven. Ugh. Here you go. Here you go. It's a. You have a 50 50 shot of getting this right. 50 50. Okay. 50 50. Here we Ready? Go. Here we when go. was Mr. Darcy at his sexiest? Oh, come on. I'm giving you two options. No, no, no. Giving you two options. I know what I think he was. During his rainy proposal. When Elizabeth refuses him, the moment when she brings up Mr. Mr. Wickham and he steps forward towards her as if he's suddenly angry. And then he's got this look on his face and then that she kind of pushes kiss. him away. And then you can hear them breathing as if like, even though like they're, they're breaking up at this point, like he's just like, no, I want to lean in. Or 
At the end, when he wanders breathless with cold hands and an unbuttoned collar and an unkempt hair to the Bennett household. It's, it's that one. At dawn. It's that one. it's that one because his chest hair is so beautifully quaffed outside of his open T-shirt. Or not T-shirt, I guess. It's when, they wouldn't have T-shirts back then. Okay, you're going to get partial like, credit because the correct answer is he's sexy the entire movie. What are you talking oh, about? There isn't, there, sure, okay. There, I don't agree. Um, that man's got a lot of head um, to him. <laughs> Uh, a whole lot of head to him, and he kind of has a mullet. He kind of has a mullet in this movie. Yeah, but a sexy which, mullet. Eh, that's that's, that's oh, a rough God. one. He's just so. Uh, but so when when accompanied by chest hair, and uh, uh, clearly just t- uh, beaten by the elements on his walk to her uh, estate. <laughs> it just ups it some more. So that's why I have to say that. Okay. Okay. We just spent a lot of time on Bride and Prejudice and I still don't think we spent enough time. We're going to mow through this, this next one pretty fast, but Justin looking at your score, I mean, I'll give you like a point. There you go. You got one out of seven. Good I'm okay job. with it. Good job. I'm fine. All right. Uh, I'm going to do this fast because this movie sucks. Uh, Justin gave me, I love this movie. <laughs> and this is, I think there has never been an episode that is that has better crystallized the difference between you and I than this episode. Because <laughs> for romance, I give Justin the classic, actually romantic, Bride and Prejudiced. Justin gives me Just Friends. Just Friends is from 2005, and it is a Christmas comedy in addition to just being a romantic comedy. It's directed by Roger Cumble, Cumble, whatever, uh, and it's written by Adam... Oh, God. Tex Davis. Okay. Yeah. How can a, how can a person with the a nickname Tex be romantic? It's ridiculous. His nickname is the same as the guy who uh, was part of the Sharon Tate murders. Absolutely, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And the uh, the two leads are Ryan Reynolds, obviously, which is why Justin gave yes. this because Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is Justin's obsession. Uh, and Amy Smart. Uh, and then there's also Anna Ferris plays a <laughs> deranged kind of uh, Britney Spears ish type type person. Britney Spears slash Christina Aguilera. I, you know, like that's that's kind of mean to, to some of them. I think Christina Aguilera is a decent person, but like a, Britney Spears, like a lunatic, crazy, version. yeah, lunatic, high maintenance, crazy, self obsessed pop star. Uh, I realized that some of those concepts were redundant. Uh, Chris Klein is also in it, and it's nice to see that he's getting work. I, I honestly, I feel like all Chris Klein ever did was like the American Pie movies. I don't know what else he's really been in, like successfully for a while. And it's also got, and I know some of you are going to watch this movie, and you're going to think uh, Jeffrey Rollerball. Excuse me, <laughs> Rollerball. What a dumb movie that was. What a dumb movie. Now, it's also got a guy in here, uh, Ryan Reynolds' younger brother in this movie, which many of you are going to look at and you're like, hey, 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 isn't that the dude from like the new really crappy uh, Fantastic Four? That, that you're going to think it's that guy? I'm like, no, no, it's not that guy. I know you think it's that guy because I thought kinda it was that like guy, it. but it's not. Like He's got a bigger nose. His name is Christopher Marquette. They look all, they look very similar. Uh, what's the other actor's name I'm thinking of? What's his name? What's his name? Like uh, he was in. He was in. I know uh, what he's in. I'm asking you what his drumming name. movie too. I forget what his name is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I know you're talking about. That. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they look. They look. Look, look very similar. Uh, okay, so here's here's the plot. Here's here, here's how it works. Ryan Reynolds and Amy, and Amy Smart back in the day in the '90s. Uh, I think it was '95. They were best friends in high school, and at the very beginning of the movie, they're graduating, and Ryan Reynolds wears a fat suit. So he's the fat guy and he's in the friend zone and he's like the male cheerleader. He's like, as cl- it's as cliche and insulting. And you as don't you can understand why I like this movie. I'm confused. Yeah, sure. And Amy That's Smart funny. was, was, you know, gorgeous and popular and didn't really see him in that way. Right. And he's been working up the courage to tell her how much he really loves her and he wants to be more than friends. And then 
at this 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 party where he's signed her yearbook and he's about to tell her and he, he's trying to show her like stuff happens where his yearbook and somebody else's yearbook gets flipped and then the the very intimate and very sweet uh very sweet message he said about wanting to be more than just her friend uh, is suddenly read to the whole party and everyone makes fun of him and he laughs and he run he, he tries to run away. Then he gets on a bike. It's very comical because they do a lot of fat jokes. Uh, and then he disappears for 10 years and he never comes home and they're in Jersey and that makes sense. Uh, but he goes out to L.A. He becomes an agent is is what he is. And he has lost weight. He looks attractive. Ryan Reynolds took off the fat suit is basically what happened there. Uh, he plays hockey really well. Uh, he's rich. He's, he's, he's banging all these women left and right. Never gets into a serious relationship. He's become kind of a sex guru where he's trying to help out his like LA friend, how to, you know, how to get women worrying about the friend zone, et cetera, et cetera. Well, his, his boss wants him to, um, wants him to sign Anna Ferris. Now, the problem with Anna Ferris is that the two of them had a previous relationship together. It didn't go too well. It was like it was like one of those little flings and sh- and he knows her to be, you know, crazy. And so he doesn't want this to go down. So so but Ryan Reynolds is like, "Nope, I, I love my job. I do my job, etc." And so he goes to try to woo her to the label. And the two of them get on a plane, a private plane to go to Paris, um because he's just trying to make her happy so he can so she'll sign with with their with their agency. Now, uh, along the way, I mean, he might actually be an agent. I'm thinking about it. he actually, it might be a record label. That could be that. So, uh, so they, they're going to Paris and along the way she wants to heat up some, I think it was, uh, I think it was salmon. I think it was salmon. It was fish. And she put, <laughs> I think it was salmon or tuna or something like that. I think one of those two in the microwave on the private plane. And she leaves the tinfoil on or the aluminum foil. And so the plane has to come down because of all sorts of electrical, electrical circuitry. And, and lo and behold, where are they, where are they marooned while they, while they fix all these things, but in New Jersey, right near his home. So he goes and he sees, he, he so he goes home. Uh, he brings Anna Ferris with him and this is a place he hasn't been in 10 years. And whenever he's seen his family, his mother and his brother, he's flown them out to LA for him, you know, for them to hang out. But like, he's never actually, uh, he's never actually, you know, stayed at home in 10 years. Now, I will say one great thing about this movie is that it has Julie Haggerty in it, who is his mother. Actually, yeah, it's who it's his mother, um, Carol Brander. And I love her. She is uh, from some airplane. One of the best movies of all time. I love this woman. She's a wonderful comedic actress. So underrated. Uh, But Julie Haggerty and she kills it in this movie, as as always. Uh, So she's like super excited to see see him, et cetera, et cetera. Now. Uh, he goes around town, does the usual thing, runs into, lo and behold, Jamie Palomino, who is Amy Smart's character. And uh, the two of them talk and he's he in like she's she's back in town, too. She's single and like he's he's trying to get back with her and he kind of wants to like he waffles between. I just want to have like almost like revenge sex with her. Um, just like to put a notch in his bedpost. But over the course of the movie, he realizes he really does love her. And so the usual the usual things happen in a, in a course of the romantic comedy where all sorts of stupid decisions are made, where weirdly illogical things happen. Um, and he looks dumber and dumber throughout the course of the movie. Uh, and Anna Ferris's character is pawned off on Chris Marquette, who is, uh, who is the character. I think is I think the brother's name is Mike. And so he's like a big fan of Anna Ferris's character and is is constantly like moving around but every time he's like keeping an eye on her something bad happens like at one point he uh he like shocks her with a with a taser gun uh and then she kind of she also takes like some sort of painkillers too which is pretty funny uh anna ferris's character like gets obsessed with 
with uh, with Ryan Reynolds um, and starts to see Amy Smart's character as like a threat. And then at a certain point in the, in the movie, like Anna, Fer- Anna Ferris drives over to like this Christmas celebration at uh, at Amy Smart's parents um, uh, actual home where they do this like annual celebration with this this massive gathering and and just just completely ruins this beautiful Christmas display. Now, all the while, Chris very Cl- much like a Christmas story, kind of not a Christmas story, uh, Christmas vacation, Christmas vacation. Yeah, yeah I was like, I don't recall that in Christmas story. Yeah, very much like that. That's great. Uh, now, all the while, Chris Klein is kind of a uh, is being presented as something of a, uh, a competition for 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 Ryan Reynolds, because back in the day, he was also kind of geeky and in love with Amy. Uh, Amy Smart, except he was just he was like a skinny dweeb with like a lot of pimples and like long hair. And he kept trying to play guitar. And now he's he looks like Chris Klein. He's suave and he's like a paramedic. Uh, And so all sorts of things happen throughout the movie to make Ryan Reynolds look bad. Right. And so there's like instances where he's trying to play hockey with kids uh, in front of Amy, who wants to be a teacher, except he has and rental like, skates. He's trying to look like Mr. Cool, though. And he's trying like to look that. like Mr. Cool, but she doesn't, because that's what he thinks she wants, because that's who she dated back in high school. But she's at this point, she re- he realizes no, she wants a sensitive guy. So then he tries to like out sensitivity, like to be the better, more sensitive guy than Chris Klein. But Chris Klein, this whole time, is just a player. He's just totally trying to get like revenge sex on her, and because he's like, he's having sex with all sorts of women, like nurses and things like that, and, like crazy. Uh, eventually. Eventually, the two of them, and by two of them, I'm sorry, I mean uh, Chris Branders or Ryan Reynolds and, and Amy Smart, look like they're about to finally, like this is after like the destruction of her parents' home. They have like a, a moment together. They they sleep in the same bed. It looks like she's kind of throwing herself at him, but he overthinks it and just turns her down. Uh, and then he leaves town uh, because he's embarrassed even further. But then he comes back once he realizes and once he encounters Anna, Anna Ferris and her, and her like psycho nature back in his LA home, he flies all the way back to New Jersey. Now that he's realized that he actually, what he actually wants to say to Amy, uh, Amy smarts character and how he loves her and blah, 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 blah. So long story short, knocks on the door like, Hey, I want to take you on a date, like a real date, etc. And then they kiss. And the first kiss was kind of weird because he had like 10 years of pent up emotion. And then it kind of just was too intense. And then they do a second one and it's all funny. And that's, that's the movie. Uh, what do I think of it? It's stupid. Like, it's just a stupid movie. Like, it's not a bad movie. It's a great movie. It's just a I stupid movie. Movies. It's stupid. It's not a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just stupid. If you like stupid humor, uh, then watch this. If you like intelligent humor, then you're probably not going to want to watch this. Uh, it's just dumb. Like, there's a lot of easy jokes. There's a lot of funny jokes. Like, there's a lot of physical comedy, right? The fat suit stuff is ridiculous. And, of course, there's these moments where, like, he's singing, I swear. By the moon in the stars in the sky. Like that song. He's singing that song like into the mirror and stuff, which is pretty funny. But like it's funny because he's in a fat suit, right? Uh, I don't think they play too heavily on like the fat jokes too much to their credit. I, I feel like they could have. I've seen movies. It's do a lot of early stuff. That's pretty right. much it. But the, re- the rest is mostly about like. Just he's being this a dumbass. mega handsome guy, but right. he's still a dumbass. And he, like underneath it, he's just he doesn't realize that like she likes him for who he is. And he just has to be himself and stop trying to be somebody else. Right. So underneath it, I guess there's a message, whatever. But like, I don't know, like there are better movies than this. Like there are better movies that do the same type of thing than this. And I think that's why this movie is is generally a f- is forgotten. Like it's not really a movie that anyone looks to. I mean, I know Justin loves it, but he has an unhealthy obsession with Ryan Reynolds. But unless you have an unhealthy obsession unhealthy, with Ryan Reynolds, I mean, you're probably not going to seek this movie out. Like, just want him to adopt me. That's about it. There's there's no 
Like even in terms of like a holiday movie, I don't know. I'm not sure if I would even like put this in the same category as so many other fantastic romantic comedy holiday movies, right? Like it's just, it's like just not there. Right. <laughs> like Die Hard, I was thinking like, you know, When Harry Met Sally, like, you know, Sleep in Seattle, like, like the classics, right? This is just sort of like, it's there. It's got a very much an American pie type of humor to it, which is like really juvenile, sophomore type humor. Um, but it's nonetheless funny. Like it's like, you're going to watch it and you're going to laugh, but you're also, it's incredibly formulaic. You know exactly what's going to happen. You can count the beats that like, oh, this is the part when he looks. Jeffrey. Yes. Sometimes people don't like to listen to conversations and have to have a source by them. Right. Really? That's what I felt like with your movie. I was sitting there. I was like, what why? the hell? Okay. So first of all, why would you. admirably mean. <laughs> why would you have a thesaurus without a dictionary? I just didn't know what they were saying. Do you know the difference between those two reference books? They're the same thing. Okay. So, I mean, I don't think it's a great movie. It's fine. Like, it's fine. It's funny at times. And if you're in the mood for sophomore kind of, you know, comedy, then go for the it. The hockey but. scene's amazing. It's a great scene with the kids. Whatever. Like, it's fine. Like, I just don't, I mean, if he's such a good skater, why is he having so much trouble with, like, bad skates? I, I don't Because there are renters. All right? So, everybody else has rental skates there, too. And yet, they're being fine. They're fine. Yet, for some reason, he doesn't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't know. Again, it's just it's 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 just illogical and it's stupid and like it's turn your it's it's the type of movie where you turn your brain off and just enjoy the stupidity. And if that's your type of movie and it clearly is Justin's type of movie, then this is perfect for you, right? It's mostly and there are times and there are times when I want that kind of movie. And so when I'm in the mood for that kind of movie, I would be more than welcome. I'd be more than happy to watch this. But most of the other times, I would probably pass on this. So anyway, there you go. That's that's my review. And Justin loves it. So there you go. I do. I also love the movie Saving Silverman. So keeping all these things, all the oh, same geez. idea. That's big the Montana. Can I have a big Montana from armies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how, like, let's keep a woman prisoner and then we become, yeah. What great romance there. A great movie. I love the movie. Dude, if it's stuck together, it's more than one. It's just one nacho. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Serious questions. What did the shirt say that Jamie gave Chris at the party? in the beginning of the movie. So she gives them a nice shirt for their friendship. Do you remember what the shirt said? Because it was adorable. Um, or if you at least get around the ballpark, I'll give this to you. Okay. It's, it's it was like specific. a, it was like a, like a best friends forever type of thing, but that's not, the, that's not the phrase. It was something else. You're pretty close, but that's basically what close. it was. Like, I don't remember anything more specific than that. I, I can, I can visualize it. But it's and it was like a, I watched it because we screwed up our, our scheduling time. Like I watched it like a week and a half ago. But like I'll it, give it to friends. you because it's pretty specific. And okay. It's not really related to anything. It says shakes come and go, but best friends, best friends. are for yeah because it's got a cat on it because it's got a cat on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Okay, all right. So I'll give it one to you. Thank you. What does Jamie's dad call Chris when they see each other? At the time uh, was it was it um, was it fuckhead? Uh, that was later. That okay. was that was after they destroyed the house. I'm talking about when he first sees Jamie's dad, <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, oh, how's it going? It's Mister Something. What does he call?" Oh man, um, Mister Friendzone or oh man, I'm close. Mister, is that your final answer? I'm gonna have to go with it because I can't think of anything better. Mister, Mister, yeah, something friend. It's something about him always being her friend. So. 
His name is Mr. Valentine. No, because the rose is day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, stuff like this is why I like this movie because it pretty much that hit me hard in the heart. Because you know how many times in like middle school, this fat little pudgy guy, I gave these girls Valentine's Day presents that were my friends, and they, mm-hmm. I got friends on so hard. So this is why this movie holds a special spot for me. And then my wife somehow I tricked my wife to marry me. Right. And I don't know how that happened. Okay. Right. So next question: What movie? Did they go see together so he could show his sensitive side? Uh, it was The Notebook. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> so was The Notebook. All right. <laughs> there are some, one of the things I laughed at was like how he kept looking at different people. <laughs> there was like a really, I think, poor in poor taste joke, but I still laughed at it. It was like it was like a it was like a sort of a joke. It's like a gay joke, but like. Yeah, and he looks down. Like it, I still laughed at it, but I'm like, man, that doesn't hold up in 2019. That's a that's a bad <laughs> joke. Right now. Like, I still chuckle. I admit it. Laugh. I'm like, I, I, damn I, it. I know. I get mad at myself sometimes, and I still laugh at those things. All right. All right. Next question: When uh, Chris and Clark are driving the car, they almost get in a wreck, and Clark yells something about the type of car he drives. What type of car does Clark drive? Oh God! It's uh, oh, it's a Pontiac, something or other. Um, oh, you're so cool. It's a oh, what the hell is it? Uh, a Pontiac Trans Am. Pontiac. It's not Pontiac Firebird. Oh, what are the different types of Pontiacs there are? It's a Pontiac. <laughs> they, they don't even make them anymore. It could be anything. <laughs> it's not a Pontiac Trans Am. It's not a, I, I know it's not a Pontiac Firebird. It's not that. It's a, oh God. I know it's a Pontiac though. That's all I remember. I'm gonna say Pontiac Trans Am. I'll give you half. I'll but I know it's Pontiac. Credit. Yeah. So he goes, "Damn it, Chris! This is a Pontiac Grand Prix." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew it was fun. Stupid life was fun. <laughs> All right. So finally, Jeffrey. Okay. Much like how I will to you. All right. Um, with the movie that you gave me, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, what does forgiveness mean? Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. Right, right. I don't know how you did it, but that was the perfect answer. Um, perfect God, tone and everything. So, so I, that song is so bad every time she plays it. You don't have to say sorry for giving me Pride and Prejudice, and I don't have to say sorry for giving you Just Friends. Hmm. So that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. It's never saying you're sorry. Okay. Right. I mean, th- th- I think the difference between you and me is that I can look at Just Friends, know that it's not necessarily like a great movie, but I can still find value in it. Top whereas... five ever made. It's like Godfather. <laughs> Uh, it's the top five Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart team ups. How about that? Top five Ryan Reynolds, Amy Smart romantic team. comedies that take place during Christmas time. Yeah. All right, Justin. Uh, okay, time to do our new challenges uh, for episode for next week for episode sixty eight. Uh, and uh, we already kind of prepped the wheel so we can transition this into the vat really quickly. And it looks like we're going to be going with heist movies. Okay, heist movies, like capers, that type of thing. We, we're on the same page. We know what that means. We're talking about heat. We're talking, we're about, talking heat. about heat. We're talking about heat. We're talking about heat, except it's from the 1970s. It's going to be from the 1970s. Now, that's going to be difficult for uh, us because that's heat. before you and I existed. Before you and I existed. Way before I existed. So, Wait, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When were you born? Were you, like, 89 or something? 86. 86? I'm a baby boy. Wait, that's not, okay, that is not way like seven years is not way before you. All right. Anyway, heist movies from the seventies. We're going to do a little research to pick that out. 
I don't have any movies actually, just heists from the series. Probably gonna be movies, maybe TV shows, because they didn't have a ton of video games to choose from back then. Uh, and that's about it. Uh, so uh, if you like what you're hearing, uh, you can go ahead and catch us uh, at Twitter, uh, at Lollygaggerco. Justin's over at Buys Justin. We have a website, thelollygaggers.com. Uh, so you can go check it out. You can get episodes not just of this particular show, but also of my other podcast, which is Adventures in Lollygagging, which is a different sort of thing. It's an actual play RPG. It's where we play a we play a role-playing game, and we treat it almost like it's, a, like it's our own little radio drama. Uh, so if you're interested in checking that out, go ahead and do so. If not, you know, screw you. Uh, you can, uh, if you don't mind, uh, if you have the time, you can, uh, go up on like the iTunes and the Stitcher and all those other places and drop a review for us. That would be great. Uh, ignore the fact that I just said screw to you. Uh, but that'd be awesome. Uh, and, uh, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely looks good. And then I would say, Justin, my, um, my final question to you was actually going to be, what does forgiveness mean? But you already gave it to me as, as a question. <laughs> um, but then. I, I, I guess my, my, my suggestion to you would be, or my, my question to you is, if we could change society to go back to referring to each other by Mr. and Mrs. or Mr. and Miss blank, are you satisfied with your last name? And if the answer is no, what would you change your last name to to make yourself sound like a better Mr. blank? So what, what I thought was interesting about all these names, they all have kind of like multiple uh, syllables, you know? So that's, you know, Bingley, Darcy, Wellington, stuff like that. So I think I'd have to be Mr. Derbyshire Wellington III, hmm. senior, something like that. Yeah. So as many consonants or as many syllables as possible. See, I have two syllables. Mr. Baker. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but you sound like someone who bakes bread. So yeah, okay, whatever, man. <laughs>